We ended last week when Pincus ran into the tent of meeting and grabbed his spear and stuck it through a Hebrew and his Moab woman and stopped the plague, even though 24,000 died. This week's parashah is titled Pincus. Adonai, said to Moses, Pincus, the son of Eleazar, the son of Aaron the Cohen, has deflected my anger from the people of Israel by being as zealous as I am, so that I didn't destroy them in my own zeal. Therefore, say, I am giving him my covenant of Shalom, making a covenant with him and his descendants after him, that the office of Cohen will be theirs forever. This is because he was zealous on behalf of his God and made atonement for the people of Israel. The name of the man from Israel who was killed, put to death with the woman from Midian, was Zimri, the son of Zalu, leader of one of the clans from the tribe of Simon. The name of the woman from Midian who was killed was Cosby, the daughter of Tazur. And he was dead. He was head of the people in one of the clans of the Midian. Adonai said to Moses, Treat the Midian as enemies and attack them because they are treating you as enemies by the trickery they used to deceive you in the Peor incident and in the affair of their sister Cosby, the daughter of the leader from Midian, the woman who was killed on the day of the plague in the Peor incident after the plague. Adonai said to Moses and Eliezer, the son of Aaron, Cohen, Take a census of the entire assembly of the people from Israel, 20 years old and older, by their ancestral clans, all who are subject to military service in Israel. Moses and Eliezer the Cohen spoke with them on the plains of Moab, by the Jordan across from Jericho, explaining, Those 20 years old and over who came out of the land of Egypt is out, and I ordered Moses and the people of Israel. The census results begin with Reuben, the firstborn of Israel. The descendants of Reuben were of Hanok, the family of the Hanoki, of Palu, the family of the Palui, of Hetron the family of the Hetzroni, and of Carmi, the family of Carmi. These were the families of the Reubenites. Of them were counted 43,730. The sons of Palu were Eliab, the son of Eliab, Nemuel, Dayton, and Abraham. These are the same Dayton and Abraham men of reputation in the community who rebelled against Moses and Aaron in the Korach group. When they rebelled against Adonai and the earth opened its mouth and swallowed them up together with Korach. When that group died, the fire consumed 250 men and they became a warning sign. 
However, the sons of Korach did not die. The descendants of Simon by their families were Nemuel, the family of Nebuli, of Yemen, the family of Yamani, of Yechem, the family of Yechanim, of Zerach, the family of Zaraki, and of Shaul, the family of Shauli. These were the families of Simon, 22,200. The descendants of Gad by their families were the Tasphon, the family of the Tasphoni, the Haggi, the family of the Haggai, of Shuni, the family of the Shunii, of Ozni, Ozni, the family of Ozniites, of Eri, the family of the Eriites, of Arod, the family of Arodi, and Erali, the family of Elirai. These were the families, the sons of Gad, according to those counted of them, 40,500 men. The sons of Judah, first Er and Onan. But Er and Onan died in the land of Canaan. The sons of Judah who had descendants were of Shelah, the family of Shelini, of Peretz, the family of Partsi. And of Zerach, the family of the Zerachi. The sons of Peretz were of Hetron, the family of Hetroni, and of Hamul, the family of Hamuli. These were the families of Judah, according to those counted of them, 76,500. The descendants of Issachar by their families were of Tola, the family of the Tolai, of Puba, the family of the Puni, Yashup, the family of the Yashupai, and Simon, the family of Samaroni. These were the families of Ishakar, according to those counted of them, 64,300. The descendants of Zebulun, by their families, were Sered, the family of Sardi, of Elon, the family of Eloni, of Jachiel, the family of Jachali. These were the families of Zebulon, according to those counted of them, 60,500. The sons of Joseph by their families were Manasseh and Ephraim. The descendants of Manasseh were of Akhir, the family of Akhiri. Akhir was the father of Gilead, of Gilad, the family of the Giladi. These are the descendants of Gilad and Eliezer, the family of the Eletzai, and Helek, the family of the Heleki, of Ezreli, the family of the Ezreli, and Shechem, the family of the Shechemi, and Shemidah, the family of the Shemidai, and of Hefer, the family of the Hefri. Zoloth, the son, the Sh- Zoloth Chad, the son of Hefer, had no sons but daughters. The names of the daughters were Zutloth, Chad, were Malak, Nona, Hagla, Milka, and Tirza. These were the families of Manasha. Of them were counted 52,700. These are the descendants of Ephraim by their families. Of Shulak, the family of Shulaki, 
of Becker, the family of Bakhari, and of Tekan, the family of Tekani. These are the descendants of Shutlak, of Aaron, the family of Arani. These were the families of the descendants of Ekram, according to those of them that were counted 32,500. These were the descendants of Joseph by their families. The descendants of Benjamin by their families were Bela, the family of the Belai, Eshbel, the family of Eshbeli, Achriam, the family of the Achrami, and Shufaf, the family of the Shufani, and Hufman, the family of the Hufani. The sons of Bela were Ard and Naaman of Ard, the family of Ardi, and of Naaman, the family of Nami, Nahami. These were the descendants of Benjamin by their families. Of them are counted 46,600. The descendants of Dan by their families were Shukam, the family of Shukami. These are the families of Dan by their families. All the families of the Shukami, according to those of them that were counted, were 64,400. And the descendants of Asher by their families were Jima, the family of the Jima, Ishi, the family of the Ishvi, Bira, the family of the Birai. And of the descendants of uh, Brila, Bria, of Hever, the family of the Hevri, the Malachil, and the family of the Malachi. The name of Asher's daughter was Sirach. These were the families of the descendants of Asher, according to those of them that were counted 53,400. The descendants of Naphtali, by their families of Yachaziel, the families of the Jachziel E, of Guni, the family of Guni, of Yachar, the family of Yitzhi, and of Shalim, the family of Shalimi. These are the families of Naphtali according to their families. Those of them that were counted were 45,400. Thus, those who were counted of the people of Israel numbered 601,730. Adonai said to Moses, The land is to be parceled out among these as a possession to be inherited, according to the number of names. To those families with more persons, you are to give a greater inheritance. And to those with fewer you are to give a smaller inheritance. Each family's inheritance is to be given according to the number counted in it. However, the land is to be awarded by lot. They will inherit according to the names of the tribes of their ancestors. But the inheritance is to be parceled out by lot between the families with more and those with fewer. Those counted among the Levi by their families were of Gershon, the family of Gershuni, of Kahat, the family of Kahati, and of Marari, the family of Marari. These are the families of Levi, the family of the Levini, the family of the Hebroni, the family of the Maklai, the family of the Mushi, and the family of Korchi. 
Pahat was the father of Amram. The name of Amram's wife was Jochebed, the daughter of Levi, who was born to Levi in Egypt. And she bore to Amram Aaron, Moses, and their sister Miriam. To Aaron were born Nadab, Abihu, Eleazar, and Itamar. But Nadab and Abihu died when they offered unauthorized fire before Adonai. Those males one month old or more counted of the Levi were 23,000. These were not included in the census of the people of Israel because no land for inheritance was given to them among the people of Israel. These are the ones counted by Moses and Eliezer the Kohen, who took census of the people of Israel in the plains of Moab by the Jordan across from Jericho. But there was not a man among them who had also been included in the census of Moses and Aaron the Kohen when they enumerated the people of Israel in the Sinai desert. Because Adonai had said of them, they will surely die in the desert. So there was not left even one of them except Phele, the son of Jumfu, and Joshua, the son of Nun. Then the daughters of Zola, Chad, the son of Hepher, the son of Gilead, the son of Machir, the son of Manasseh, and the families of Manasseh, the son of Joseph, these were the names of his daughters. Michaela, Noha, Hagla, Milka, and Terza. They stood in front of Moses. Eleazar the Cohen, the leaders of the whole community at the entrance of the Tidda meeting and said, Our father died in the desert. He wasn't part of the group who assembled themselves to rebel against Adonai and Korak's group. But he died of his own sin, and he had no sons. Why should the name of our father be eliminated from his family, just because he didn't have a son? Give us property to possess along with the brothers of our father. Moses brought their cause before Adonai. Adonai answered Moses, the daughters of Zola, Chad, are right in what they say. You must give them property to be inherited along with that of their father's brothers. Have what their father would have inherited pass to them. Moreover, say to the people of Israel, if a man dies and does not have a son, you are to have his inheritance passed to his daughter. If he doesn't have a daughter, give his inheritance to his brothers. If he has no brothers, give his inheritance to his father's brothers. And if his father doesn't have brothers, give his inheritance to the closest relative in his family, and he will possess it. This will be the standard for judgment to be used by the people of Israel as Adonai ordered Moses. Adonai said to Moses, Climb this mountain in the Abram range and look out at the land which I have given the people of Israel. After you have seen it, you too will be gathered to your people, just as Aaron your brother was gathered. Because in the Zen desert, when the community was disputing with me, 
You rebelled against my order to uphold my holiness by means of the water, with them looking on. This was Meribah, Kadesh Spring, in the Zen Desert. Moses said to Aaron, Let Adonai, God of the spirits of all human beings, appoint a man to be over the community, to go out and come in ahead of them, to lead them out and bring them in, so that Adonai's community will not be like sheep without a shepherd. Adonai said to Moses, Take Joshua, the son of Nun, a spiritual man, and lay your hand on him. Put him in front of Eleazar the Cohen and the whole community, and commission him in their sight. Uh, excuse me. Delegate to him some of your authority, so that the entire community of Israel will obey him. He is to present himself to Eleazar the Cohen, who is to find out by means of the Urim what Adonai's will is for Joshua's decisions. Then, at his word, they will go out, and at his word they will come in, both he and all the people of Israel with him, the whole community. Moses did as Adonai had ordered him. He took Joshua, put him before Eleazar the Cohen and the whole community, laid his hand on him, and commissioned him as Adonai had said through Moses. Adonai said to Moses, Give an order to the people of Israel. Tell them, You are to take care to offer me at the proper time the food presented to me as offering made by fire, providing a fragrant aroma for me. Tell them, This is the offering made by fire that you are to bring to Adonai, male lambs in their first year and without defect. Two daily is a regular burnt offering. Offer the one lamb in the morning and the other lamb at dusk, along with two quarts of fine flour, as a grain offering mixed with one quart of oil from pressed olives. It is the regular burnt offering, the same as was offered on Mount Sinai, to give a fragrant aroma, an offering made by fire for Adonai. Its drink offering is to be one quarter hen for one lamb, in the holy place, you are to pour out a drink offering of intoxicating liquor to Adonai. The other lamb, you are to present at dusk, present it with the same kind of grain offering and drink offering as in the morning. It is an offering made by fire with a fragrant aroma for Adonai. On Shabbat, offer two male lambs in first year and without defect with one gallon of fine flour as a grain offering, mixed with olive oil as its drink offering. This is the burnt offering for every Shabbat, in addition to the regular burnt offering and its drink offering. At each Rosh Hodesh of yours, you are to present a burnt offering to Adonai consisting of two young bulls, one ram, and seven male lambs in their first year and without defect with six quarts of fine flour mixed with olive oil as a grain offering for each bull, four quarts of fine flour mixed with olive oil as a grain offering for one ram, and two quarts of fine flour mixed with olive oil as a grain offering for each lamb. This will be the burnt offering, giving a fragrant aroma, an offering made by fire for Adonai. The drink offerings will be two quarts of wine for the bull, one and one-third quarts for the ram, and one quart for each lamb. 
This is the burnt offering for every Rosh Hodesh throughout the months of the year. Also, a male goat is to be offered as a sin offering to Adonai, in addition to the regular burnt offering and its drink offering. In the first month, on the 14th day of the month, is Adonai's Pesach, also known as Passover. On the 15th day of the month is to be a feast. Matzah is to be eaten for seven days. And the first day is to be a holy convocation. Do not do any kind of ordinary work, but present an offering made by fire, a burnt offering to Adonai consisting of two young bulls, one ram, and seven male lambs in the first year. They are to be without defect for you with their grain offering, fine flour mixed with olive oil. Offer six quarts for a bull, four quarts for a ram, two quarts for each of the seven lambs. Also a male goat is a sin offering to make atonement for you. You are to offer these in addition to the morning burnt offering, which is the regular burnt offering. In this fashion, you are to offer daily for seven days the food of the offering made by fire, making a fragrant aroma for Adonai. It is to be offered in addition to the regular burnt offering and its drink offering. On the seventh day, you are to have a holy convocation. Do not do any kind of ordinary work. On the day of first fruits, <clears throat> when you bring a new grain offering to Adonai in your feast of shallow oak, you are to have a holy convocation. Do not do any kind of ordinary work, but present a burnt offering as a fragrant aroma for Adonai, consisting of two young bulls, one ram, seven male lambs in their first year, and their grain offering, fine flour mixed with olive oil, six quarts for each bull, four quarts for the one ram, and two quarts for each of the seven lambs, plus a male goat to make atonement for you. You are to offer these in addition to your regular burnt offering and this grain offering. They are to be without defect for you with their drink offerings. In the seventh month, on the first day of the month, you are to have a holy convocation. Do not do any kind of ordinary work. It is the day of blowing the shofar for you. Prepare a burnt offering to make a fragrant aroma for Adonai. One young bull, one ram, and seven male lambs in the first year without defect. With their grain offering, consisting of fine flour mixed with olive oil. Six quarts for the bull, four quarts for the ram, and two quarts for each of the seven lambs. Also... One male goat as a sin offering to make atonement for you. This is to be in addition to the burnt offering for Rosh Hokadesh with its grain offering, the regular burnt offering with its grain offering and their drink offerings. According to the rule for them, this will be a fragrant aroma and offering made by fire to Adonai. On the tenth day of the seventh month, you are to have a holy convocation. You are to deny yourselves, and you are to not to do any kind of work. But you are to present a burnt offering to Adonai to make a fragrant aroma. One young bull, 
one ram and seven male lambs in their first year. They are to be without defect for you. With their grain offering, fine flour mixed with olive oil, six quarts for the bull, four quarts for the one ram, and two quarts for each of the seven lambs. Also, one male goat as a sin offering. In addition to the sin offering for atonement and the regular burnt offering with its grain offering and their drink offering. On the 15th day of the seventh month, you are to have a holy convocation. You are not to do any kind of ordinary work. And you are to observe a feast to Adonai seven days. You are to present the burnt offering, an offering made by fire, bringing a fragrant aroma to Adonai. It is to consist of 13 young bulls, two rams, 14 male lambs in their first year. They are to be without defect with their grain offering, fine flour mixed with olive oil, six quarts for each of the 13 bulls, four quarts for each of the two rams, two quarts for each of the 14 lambs. Also, one male goat as a sin offering, in addition to the regular burnt offering with its grain and drink offering. On the second day, you are to present 12 young bulls, two rams, 14 male lambs in the first year without defect with the grain and drink offerings for the bulls, rams, and lambs, according to their number, in keeping with the rule. Also one male goat as a sin offering, in addition to the regular burnt offering, its grain offering, and their drink offering. On the third day, 11 bulls, 2 rams, 14 male lambs in the first year without defect, with the grain and drink offerings for the bulls, rams, and lambs, according to their number in keeping with the rule. Also one male goat is a sin offering in addition to the regular burnt offering with its grain and drink offerings. On the fourth day, 10 bulls, two rams, 14 male lambs in their first year without defect, with the grain and drink offerings for the bulls, <coughs> rams, and lambs according to their number, in keeping with the rule. Also one male goat is a sin offering in addition to the regular burnt offering with its grain and drink offering. On the fifth day, nine bulls, two rams, 14 male lambs in the first year without defect, with the grain and drink offerings for the bulls, rams, and lambs, according to their number, in keeping with the rule. Also, one male goat is a sin offering, in addition to the regular burnt offering, with its grain and drink offerings. On the sixth day, Eight bulls, two rams, fourteen male lambs in the first year without defect, with the grain and drink offerings for the bulls, rams, and lambs according to their number in keeping with the rule. Also, one male goat is a sin offering, in addition to the regular burnt offering with its grain and drink offerings. On the seventh day, seven bulls, two rams, fourteen male lambs in the first year without defect the grain and drink offerings for the bulls, rams, and lambs according to their number in keeping with the rule. Also one male goat as a sin offering in addition to the regular burnt offering with its grain offering and drink offering. On the eighth day you are to have a festive assembly. You are not to do any kind of ordinary work. 
but you are to present a burnt offering, an offering made by fire, giving a fragrant aroma to Adonai. One bull, one ram, seven male lambs in their first year without defect, with the grain and drink offerings for the bull, the ram, and the lambs according to their number, in keeping with the rule. Also one male goat as a sin offering, in addition to the regular burnt offering with its grain and drink offering. You are to offer these to Adonai at your designated times in addition to your vows and voluntary offerings. Whether these are your burnt offerings, grain offerings, drink <clears throat> offerings, or peace offerings. Oh Lord, boy that was a big organization and I can't imagine how that ran smoothly, but apparently it did. We can only imagine how that looked back so long ago. Father God, give us an understanding of what this is to mean to us today as we, as we revisit, revisit all the things that were going on with you and your people in the beginning. What's next, Bob? Jeremiah. One, one, two, two, three. These are the words of Jeremiah, the son of Hilkiah Yabu, one of the Kohen, Kohen living in Anatot in the territory of Benjamin. The word of Adonai came to him during the days of Yahu the son of Ammon, the king of Judah, in the thirteenth year of his reign. It also came during the days of Joachim, Kim, the son of Josiah, king of Judah, continuing until the eleventh year of Zedekiah, the son of Josiah, king of Judah, right up until the time Jerusalem was carried away captive in the fifth month. And those names were definitely unusual back then, and I know a lot of the Bibles have cut them short, and, and they may appear differently in different Bibles, the names and the locations as well. So here is the word of Adonai that came to me. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I separated you for myself. I have appointed you to be a prophet to the nations. I said, Oh, Adonai Elohim, I don't even know how to speak. I'm just a child. But Adonai said to me, Don't say I'm just a child. For you will go to whomever I send you, and you will speak whatever I order you. Do not be afraid of them, for I am with you, says Adonai, to rescue you. Then Adonai put out his hand and touched his mouth, and Adonai said to me, Adonai reached out and touched my mouth, and Adonai said to me, There, I have put my words in your mouth, Today I have placed you over nations and kingdoms to uproot and to tear down, to destroy and to demolish, to build and to plant. 
the word of Adonai came to me, asking, Jeremiah, what do you see? I answered, I see a branch from an almond tree. Then Adonai said to me, you see, you have seen well because I am watching to fulfill my word. A second time the word of Adonai came to me, asking, what do you see? I answered, I see a cauldron tilted away from the north, over a fire fanned by the wind. Then Adonai said to me, from the north, calamity will boil over unto everyone living in the land, because I will summon all the families in the kingdoms of the, of the north, says Adonai, and they will come and sit each one on his throne at the entrance to the gates of Jerusalem, opposite its walls all the way around and opposite all the cities of Judah. I will pronounce my judgments against them for all their wickedness in abandoning me, offering incense to other gods and worshiping what their own hands made. But you dress for action. Stand up and tell them everything I order you to say. When you confront them, don't break down, or I will break you down in front of them. For today, you see, I have made you into a fortified city, a pillar of iron, a wall of bronze against the whole land, against the kings of Judah, against its princes, against its Cohen and the people of the land. They will fight against you, but they will not overcome you, for I am with you, says Adonai, to rescue you. The word of Adonai came to me. Go and shout in the ears of Jerusalem that this is what Adonai says. I remember you or your devotion when you were young. Now, how as a bride you loved me, how you followed me through the desert, through the land not shown. Israel is set aside for Adonai, the first fruits and his har- of his harvest. All who devour him will incur guilt. Evil will befall them, says Adonai. Then we have Colossians 2, 8 through 4, 6. Watch out. So that no one will take you captive by means of philosophy and empty deceit. Following human tradition, which accords with the elemental spirits of the world, but does not accord with the Messiah, for in him bodily lives the fullness of all that God is. And it is in union with him that you have been made full. He is the head of every rule and authority. Also, it was in union with him that you were circumcised with circumcision not done by human hands, but accomplished by stripping away the old nature's control over the body. In this circumcision done by the Messiah, you were buried along with him by being immersed, and in union with him, you were also raised up along with him by God's faithfulness 
that worked when he raised Yeshua from the dead. You were dead because of your sins, that is, because of your foreskin, your old nature. But God made you alive along with the Messiah by forgiving you all your sins. He wiped away the bill of charges against us. Because of the regulations, it stood as a testimony against us. But he removed it by kneeling it to the execution stake, stripping the rulers and authorities of their power. He made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them by means of the stake. So don't let anyone pass judgment on you in connection with eating and drinking or in regard to a Jewish festival or Rosh Hodesh or Shabbat. These are a shadow of things that are coming, but the body is of the Messiah. Don't let anyone deny you the prize by insisting that you engage in self-mortification or angel worship. Such people are always going on about some vision they've had, and they vainly puff themselves up by their worldly outlook. They fail to hold to the head from whom the whole body receiving supply and being held together by its joints and ligaments grows as God makes it grow. If along with the Messiah you died to the elemental spirits of the world, then why, as if you still belong to the world, are you letting yourselves be bothered by its rules? Don't touch this, don't eat that, don't handle the other. Such prohibitions are concerned with things meant to perish by being used, not by being avoided. And they are based on man-made rules and teachings. They do, they do indeed have the outward appearance of wisdom with their self-imposed religious observances, false humility, and sensism, but they have no value at all in restraining people from indulging in their old nature. So if you are raised along with the Messiah, then seek the things above, where the Messiah is sitting at the right hand of God. Focus your minds on the things above, not on the things here on earth. For you have died, and your life is hidden with the Messiah in God. When the Messiah, who is our life, appears, then you will appear with him in glory. Therefore, put to death the earthly parts of your nature, sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desires, and greed, which is a form of idolatry. For it is because of these things that God's anger is coming on those who disobey him. True enough, you used to practice these things in the life you once lived, but now put them all away. Anger, aspiration, meanness, slander, and obscene talk. Never lie to one another because you have stripped away the old self with its ways 
And you have put on the new self, which is continually being renewed in fuller and fuller knowledge, closer and closer to the image of its creator. The new self allows no room for discriminating between Gentile and Jew, circumcised and uncircumcised, foreigner, savage, slave, free man, on the contrary, in all the Messiah is everything. Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with feeling of compassion and with kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with one another. If anyone has a complaint against someone else, forgive him. Indeed, just as the Lord has forgiven you, so you must forgive. Above all these, clothe yourself with love, which binds everything together perfectly. Then let the shalom, which comes from the Messiah, be your heart's decision maker. For this is why you were called to be part of a single body. And be thankful. Let the word of the Messiah in all its richness live in you. As you teach and counsel each other in all wisdom, and as you sing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs with gratitude to God in your heart. That is, everything you do or say, do in the name of the Lord Yeshua giving thanks through him to God the Father. Wives, subject yourself to your husbands as is appropriate in the Lord. Husbands, love your wives and don't treat them harshly. Children, obey your parents in everything, for it pleases the Lord. Fathers, don't irritate your children and make them resentful, or they will become discouraged. Slaves, obey your human masters in everything, not serving only when they are watching you to win their favor, but single-heartedly fearing the Lord. Whatever work you do, put yourself into it, as those who are serving not merely other people, but the Lord. Remember that as your reward, you will receive the inheritance from the Lord. You are slaving for the Lord, for the Messiah. Don't worry, whoever is doing wrong will be paid in kind for his wrong, and there is no favoritism shown. Masters, treat your slaves justly and fairly. Remember that you too have a master in heaven. Keep persisting in prayer, staying alert in it, and being thankful. Include prayer for us, too, that God may open a door for us to proclaim the message about the secret of the Messiah. For that is why I am in prison. And pray that I may speak as I should in a way that makes the message clear. Behave wisely toward outsiders, making full use of every opportunity. Let your conversation always be gracious and interesting so that you will know how to respond to any particular individual. Father God, please be with us as we finish out our day today. We thank you for being with us and for reminding us to get with you and study your words. Lord, 
you are so correct that we should definitely not focus on the world. We know what kind of world we're in and we know what's going on. And many want to confuse us about it. Father God, we focus on you and we will be redeemed and all will be well with us. We thank you in the name of Yeshua the Messiah. Amen. Amen.